What is up? What is up? Hi, 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 everyone. I'm George Massey. This is the George Massey Show. Um, I'm waiting for Kara and Didi to join. We watched Before the 90 Days. We're on episode 11, so we have a lot to talk about. Oh, Kara's here. JoJo's here. Didi's here. Hello, everybody. Um, tonight is also a special sneak peek. Hello, geek in the kitchen. You're from Canada. Hello, my fellow Canadian. I love Canada. Um, there's a bonus of the, what do you call it? The last resort tonight. I'm going to watch the premiere because I'm excited for that. Kara and Didi are here. Hi, guys. Pris Picks. Did I get it right this time? Because I've been saying it wrong for like a really long time. Hi. Hey. Hi. How are you? Wait, where's Kara? I, I accepted Kara and now I don't see her. Oh, Lord. Is she having trouble? I think because she requested and I said yes. And now I don't see her. So she'll probably join in a second. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm just having a bad hair day today. But other than that, I'm doing good. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's bad hair. It could be way worse. You know, it, it was 98 <laughs> degrees today. And it's oh, been gosh. like between 96 and 100 for like the past week. So I'm not okay with it. Like, honestly, I I want it to just cold, cool down. I don't want to say cold, but just cool down a little bit because it's just, oh, God, I can't. Friday, it got up to 103 here. Oh, see, no, that's that's not okay. Hi. Hi, there you are. You were here a You're second ago, right? I was here. I watched the whole thing when you said you couldn't find me and everything. Yeah, you requested, <laughs> I accepted, and then you weren't there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, so... This episode, um, we didn't get, what's her name? What's her name? Help me out. We didn't get Misha and Nicola. And who else? We didn't get somebody else, too. Riley and Violet. Yeah, Riley, yeah, Riley and Violet. And Violet. Yeah. And apparently, Riley isn't back home. Um, he's still trying, which I think is crazy to me, because the way that he spoke to her and he was like, bye, get out of my face, I'm sick of you, I, I assumed. <laughs> that that was it. So apparently they're gonna keep trying and beating this dead horse. There's not much left there, you know, but we're gonna watch that. But this episode, I was really happy with Cleo and how she handled things. Yeah. I don't wanna start there, I don't wanna start there. I wanna start with Tyree because we met the real Carmella and she's a very beautiful young woman. So I understand his attraction to her, but he was acting super weird and creepy the whole time because he was like staring at her and googly eyes her. And I was like, you do realize that this isn't who you've been talking to. And then he almost hit on her. Like, was he hitting on her? I don't know. I haven't been like dating in a while or anything, but he was hitting on her, right? Yeah. He was trying. She he was, was trying. She was suspicious. Okay, so you felt that yeah. too. You felt that she was acting really sus. Okay, so yeah. I felt I felt that her actions and demeanor was suspect. And when he actually asked her about it, she had this weird look on her face. Yeah. Like she was thinking about what to say. Like if you ask me if I'm in on some sort of horrible conspiracy, I don't have to think about it. I'm gonna say, no, I'm not in on this horrible conspiracy. But the way that she orchestrated her response, I just got a weird vibe. Yeah, and me too. Why didn't she get upset or why didn't she ask to see the um 
I'm sorry, guys. My hair is bothering me tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you look um, why, why didn't she get upset or why didn't she even ask to see the messages that they um, had back and forth? I mean, and then did you notice that she couldn't even look in his look in his eyes, look at his face whenever she was asking or whenever he was asking those questions? I mean, yeah. she was totally she's totally in it. I don't care what anybody says. She had something to do with it. Oh, because if think. I met someone and I found out that someone else was using my identity, my name, my pictures, you best want to be Bet I'm gonna to want to see everything, and I would, and I would make a police report right then and there. Yeah, I was thinking that too because some of the pictures they were using were pretty risque. So like, yep. you don't want pictures like that being shuffled around the internet without your permission, you know, without you being the one passing them along. It was really suspect. Everything about it, and then when he asked her and the response she gave, I don't know, just her whole demeanor about it it makes me wonder if this is the end of tyree's story or do you think maybe he will actually want to talk to christian somebody might actually give something away or do you think car you're saying no you think nobody's gonna give it away it's done so you think there's no more there's nothing to be done here because no one's gonna come clean right because nope. if this is a really good scam and they've been scamming people for years why would you end the scam right like why would you admit to it she scammed him all along, and now, I mean, she got the little bits of money from him. Now she got the TLC money. Now all she has to do is stay his friend, and she still got the money. So it's over. Yeah, and she told him that um, they could hang out. That's yeah. all he wanted right there. But so I don't think that she really wants to hang out no. with him. You know how people say things to be nice? Because he's like, oh, you think we could hang out? She said yes. I felt like right after she left and got in the Uber, she, like, blocked him. Like, I don't feel like that's really what she meant. I just feel like she was being nice. The cameras were there. They're going to portray her a certain way. This is going to help her notoriety because we know that she does different things online that she could, you know, benefit from from being on a television show and i'm pretty sure tlc even if you're on one episode the payment is like a thousand dollars you know like yeah. it's not terrible and then the the residual of your face being recognized everywhere that's going to help her a lot too so i think that portuguese princess said it best she's like there's something sketch but but actually do you feel like that was it was sketch um about Tyrae too because i saw some talk on twitter online and they were like Tyrae is acting kind of sketch too like, did you feel that vibe too, or do you think that he's just really naive? I don't know. I, I, I'm so torn on how to feel about Tyree. In the yeah. very beginning, like, this poor guy, I'm so sad that he's got such a broken heart. I felt so bad for him. And then as it went on, I'm like, you can't really think this is happening. Like, the yeah. producers have the text messages and the voicemails. And you can see it all, and you can hear it all. And to our knowledge, he hasn't done either. No. Like, I want to hear that shit. I would want to read that shit, and I would want to meet with this dick and let Didi punch him in the face. Well, that was another thing. If <laughs> and I would sent, do it, too. <laughs> if you sent somebody all this money, and they've been catfishing you, and then you have a... a TLC has a communication. They have an open communication. Hey, Judy. Hey, Molly. To this person... I would want to confront that person. It's going to be a controlled environment. If I don't want to hear him say like, oh, well, I don't know what they would do, whatever. TLC would be present. There would be cameras. There would be security. There would be production. This would be in a public place. I would want to discuss 
this situation with the person who has been stealing from me and lying to me for all this time. And that was an open opportunity. So everyone is like, this is suspect because the way that he doesn't want to handle what happened and he doesn't want to confront it. And then he goes and shows up and he starts hitting on Carmela. They're like, this is super suspect to me. Yeah. I think that the, can we still be friends? Do you want to be friends? Do you want to, whatever the hell he said. And she's like, yeah. Well, yeah, she still wants to be friends because she's either, she either is Christian or she's friends with Christian or whatever. She's still getting money from him. No matter what, she's going to get money from him because he's got false hopes and he's naive. Well, if she does stay in touch with him, let's say that they were scamming him and it was all, you know, orchestrated. If she does stay in touch with him now, she can scam him as herself. Yeah. Like, because it won't be hard. He is so easy to manipulate and so, so naive. He brought her a present. Hey, Molly. I just, I don't know. I felt like this story was the lead up in the, I felt like we were let down. Like this part of it, I was just like, oh my God, hey, coast to coast teacher. I felt like this was not what I was expecting because this technically might be the last we see of him because this was the end of the story. Because in the first episode, they showed him waiting in the bar, waiting to meet Carmela. And we saw that that was what they were leading up to. So I was like, what a letdown, right? I felt like I was expecting a little more information. I thought it was going to be like a catfish episode where we met the catfish, we figured out what the scam was, and everybody went home knowing more information than when they left with. But I don't feel like we got that. I'm so mad that they drug it out through the whole freaking season for yes. a little combustion that was nothing. Well, yeah, we're on episode 11, and this started on episode one. They started right in the beginning, and he's only been on probably five or six episodes. They just left him off because there wasn't anything to work with. Yeah, And it was just a letdown story for me. And I think that there's more to it that we're, we'll probably never hear. It'll never come to the light. Yeah, I think that there's a whole orchestration. There's, there's a team of people that are working on this scam. And it was definitely more than what we got. Because again, when you're running a good scam, the last thing you're going to do is tell you, is this like going to a, a magic show? And I'm going to tell you how they did the trick. You know, the yeah. trick, that is that is proprietary information. You will never get it. A magician, a magician will never tell you what they're doing. And that's kind of like Carmela, if she is on it, she's never, she will take it to the grave because it's not just tirade. There's probably 20, 30 tirades. So this is too good of a scam for them to, to, um, to give away. Yeah, it was a story filler. I know, I feel like it was a story yeah. filler when the other couples were off. This is what they put in the place of the story. And I do feel like that. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, me too. I was I'm I'm very disappointed in TLC whenever when it come to Tyree and his catfish. Yep. Like yeah. Wrong move, wrong move on on TLC's part. Yep, I agree. Okay, so Rosbon and Amanda, I don't know, I was going to say they had sex, but you guys believe that they have been having sex since the first night. But supposedly this was the first time that they did and then they went to see the Dracula castle or whatever, which I didn't know it was like a real building. So apparently it was a real building that you can visit. And there's this evil guy who tortured people. It was a very weird place to take someone on a date because there was all these like 
of artifacts of things that he used to literally torture and kill people to go look at. I was like, oh yeah, take some girl there so she thinks you're some sort of serial killer. You know, like, yeah, do that. But it didn't go well because Rosbon got approved on his own for his tourist visa. And now he needs Amanda. Well, not necessarily. He kind of wants Amanda to give him permission to come to America because I think it would be easier for him to stay with her when he gets here than to find his own you know, mode of where to be and what to do because a tourist visa, he can't actually do any work, right? Is that how it works? Like you can just go to the mall, you can go to the museum, you can look at stuff, take pictures. Yeah, so he needs her to tell her children. And then she felt like telling her children was pressure because she's not ready for them to know that they're in a relationship. So where do we feel that Amanda's right or Rosamond's right? Like where do we feel? Because I kind of feel like it's never right to pressure someone to involve their children in something. I feel like as a mom, you have to trust that mom's judgment of what's best for her children. Because these are little children. These are not like 17, 18 year old. These are little children. So I feel like I would have to go on Amanda's judgment because she's a mother and nobody knows their children like their mother. So what do you guys feel? Do you feel like she's just playing a game? She's keeping him a dirty little secret and the kids are away for her not to get away with you know, coming clean, or what do you think is going on? This bitch. <laughs> like, like, I'm so done with her. I can't even with her. She's so stupid. She has sex with him because, only because the friend says that she's toxic. And then she, oh my god, I have so much to wait, wait, wait. about her. There's enough internet. You think the only reason they had sex is because his friend called her toxic? She literally said that. I mean, she did say that right after she said we had sex and I didn't like that she said I was hot. So you think that she literally would have went the whole trip without having sex with him until that girl said that? Yep. No, that's what? they had sex the first night. They I, had sex the first night, but I, I they I, didn't. I, I think they had sex the first night, but I think that she admitted it after it came out that the friend said she was toxic. Yeah. And as far as trusting her judgment as a mother, so far, I don't agree with any of the, any of the things that she's done as a mother. She's so full of shit, I can't even. I mean, yes. she's definitely using her kids as an excuse yep. to not have to be real and honest and come clean with what's going on. And I, I don't want to, like, say that it's an excuse because I don't know I'm not a mother, you know? So I can't say that I know exactly her, her thought process or intentions because I can't. But I just feel like if you want to be with him, you know, like your children would have to adapt to that. Like, okay, so as mothers, if you were deciding to date someone, do you feel like your children are a deciding factor? Do they have to like the person and agree with it 100%? Absolutely. Yeah. So why wouldn't she just introduce him to her kids and then let them decide? Because how do you explain to your kids, I was a whore while your dad was dying? Oh, yeah, that. I get that. We all know that she was talking to him before um, her husband even passed away, that they were already planning this trip. I mean, it, we already know the truth. So how is she going to explain that to her children? Yep. And then how is she going to explain the fact, um, explain that to the rest of her family whenever he shows up, that they were actually in a relationship before her husband even passed away? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. That would and be... She she said 
that she thought she would feel bad having sex with him or having sex with someone else other than her husband, but she had no regrets. It was great. It was wonderful. And then in the same freaking breath, she had all these regrets. Yeah. She was comparing him to the ex and all that shit. This girl does not know what she's doing. She has no freaking clue what she's doing. She just needs to get the hell off. Yeah. Yeah, I think that she's playing with his emotions because I tweeted, I was like, we should have took a drink every time Amanda made Rosvon cry so we could get drunk. Because I felt like every she... time she touched her 12-year-old hair. <laughs> she does do that a lot. She does do that a lot. I just feel like in her mind, she's feeling out the situation, but I kind of feel like Rosvon is the test dummy. You know, like he's he's being put through her emotional roller coaster. She's trying to figure out herself, but she's got him on the ride too. And he's not like fully buckled in and he's like getting hurt. Like she's fully buckled in, she's safe. You know, if she decides this doesn't work for her, she can just get off the ride. He doesn't have that option. So I kind of feel like she's using him in that extent because it's, he thinks that they're in a real relationship. And then by her having sex with him is giving him a really mixed signal. Because the same day they had sex, it looked like the same day they basically broke up. Like, it's always these completely mixed signals. He doesn't know what she's thinking. And he says it all the time. He's like, I don't know how she feels. She's distant. She doesn't tell me what's going on. I don't know how she feels about our relationship. He literally is with someone who he can't predict what they're thinking or going to do next. And that has to be very stressful to be with someone who you don't know which version of them you're going to get. When he was on the phone with her on FaceTime, she said, I love you. When she gets to Romania, she doesn't even want to sleep in the same bed with them. Yep. So it's like, who, who, how, do you, how do you navigate through that type of relationship? I think that we need to set Rosvon up with Kirsten. Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten from Julio and Kirsten. Yeah. I love her. I do too. I like that idea. Yeah. So do we know that they're not together? Do we know that? No, but fingers crossed. I think they'd be a great couple. I'd watch that. I, I would too. Does anybody follow Kirsten? I don't follow her. Yeah. Oh, you do? I do. Okay, send, send me her page. I want to follow her. Maybe we can see, maybe we can try to set somebody up, right? I feel like yeah. Rosvon is a good guy. Oh, oh, wait, wait. What do you guys think about him saying that coming to the US was his dream or whatever? And Amanda seeing that as a red flag. How do you feel about that? Do you still feel like he's trying to get over here? Because technically he could get over here on a tourist visa anyway, yeah. but I think he wants to work over here. He already got it. Yeah, he did it. He did it by himself. So it ain't like he was trying to use her or anybody else. So why is she saying that's a red flag? Yeah. She's the red flag. Yep. Like, But he does want to live and work over here too though yeah, yeah but, but but he can apply for that once he gets over here he can yeah. apply for that, that he doesn't guy, need her as soon as that guy gets over here he's gonna have american women dropping at his feet yeah that's what they were saying on twitter they were like ignore this fake immigration lawyer because she's like oh you can't come to america like she works in immigration yeah like, ignore her get over here and you find a woman to marry you over here while you're on your tourist visa yep. you can just move on without all of her drama because I do feel like it's all drama with her. Like, she says, I love you. She says, they're okay. Then they have sex. Then she yells at him. And she's like, you're not my my ex-husband. You will never be him. You will never be able to provide for me and my family. And how can she speak on that? Because we have seen his um, apartment over there. He's, we've seen a car that he drives. 
he doesn't seem to be doing horrible, yeah. right? Like he's doing a lot of things on his own. He dresses really nice. So the fact that she thinks that he would never be a provider is insane to me because she doesn't know anything about him. They literally just met. Yep. Like, I'm trying to understand how she feels that he's such a bad guy and he's not going to be the guy that she wants. I don't think, like, but you nailed it, Karin. She doesn't know the guy that she wants. She no. doesn't know who she wants to be with. She was with him, and unfortunately, he passed away. And I, I think that she's going to be in a state in her life until she grieves properly that no one is ever going to be good enough. Jason okay. was that person for her. And until okay. she pr processes that properly, no one will ever measure up to who he was to her. And unfortunately, she's going to continue to waste people's time until yep. she fully grasps that loss. Because I feel like she didn't grasp any of the loss. She went from marriage to relationship. She hasn't processed any of it. So now that she's with someone who, in my opinion, is a good guy, we've seen some pretty awful people before, pretty decent guy. She's shitting all over this guy because, oh, well, he's not good enough because Jason worked two jobs and he worked at a restaurant and he did all this. You haven't even given him an opportunity to get a visa to show you yep. what he can do. You haven't given him an opportunity to prove anything. Jason was the father of your children. So yeah, yeah he provided. Rosvon is not, and he's not even here. It's so messed up to even expect that yet. Maybe when he gets here, he won't like your kids. Maybe your kids are rotten little brats and he doesn't want no part of it. And he wants to leave. You got. You can't say that shit until he's there and meets it. Yeah, I. And then and she's, and then she said too that they that um she thinks that they were using that they were both using each other as an as a um, emotional support because they both being um he got um uh, emotionally uh you know messed up with his divorce and she's emotionally messed up by the passing of her husband so they they're trying to use each other i mean she said it so she, that right there told me that she didn't even want a relationship with this man she was just trying to find someone to hang out with to see you know to try to heal herself and she then, said when she was in the bathroom i i think maybe did i get in a relationship too quick ding 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 there it is girl i mean your husband was even wasn't having not even passed away and you were already in a relationship with Roz Van. I mean it's like you buried your husband before he even died. Yep. Mm. Oh wow. You say it like that. <laughs> oh wow. I mean that's the truth. It's the truth. Do you want I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing. It's nope. true. It's true. All right, so Jasmine and Gino, right? So Jasmine finally got to confront Dana, who is Gino's cousin. Cousin, right? I think it's cousin. Um, he he commented on Jasmine's post and questioned if she really loved him, um, hurt her, him as in Gino, his cousin. And he actually he actually did say how he felt. He was like, you do a lot of things for your face. You have these hair treatments, facial treatments, all this stuff, and Gino's paying for it, and I just wanted to make sure that it was real. So he was my number one issue. If Gino is, Gino's a grown man, so if he wants to spend whatever money on whatever, it doesn't matter if it's Jasmine or on anybody, he could have a cat and he could take the cat to a cat spa. Like if he, it doesn't matter. It's his money, he can do whatever he wants, he's an adult. So I felt like that conversation had nothing to do with Jasmine, it should have been a conversation between Gino and his cousin. Like. I don't like how people section off someone as the enemy or the bad person or the villain. And I know you're going to disagree with me because I know you're going to say, well, she is the bad person. She is the villain. But I feel like in this situation, 
if you don't trust your cousin's judgment, talk to your cousin. Yeah. Don't talk to the person that he chose because that's not the problem. She's not the issue. Because if it wasn't Jasmine, it would be another woman. It would be something else that he's doing that you don't agree with. So I felt like attacking her wasn't the right answer, but I did feel like she handled it pretty well, depending. Mm -hmm. Because the way that she normally blows up and gets, she did handle it well. But she brought up a good question. What if she gets to Michigan and his family hates her? And I was like, I don't think it's a what if. I think when you get to Michigan, they're going to hate you. But this is a good question to ask. Is he going to be on his family side and isolate you and ice you out? Like, Because you are going to be there all alone with no one, no support system. So I felt like that was a good question. And he really did answer it. Honestly, he was like, it depends on what the situation is, what they say, and I would try to talk to them. I wouldn't just take up or take your side. Yeah. Now, how do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like since he's choosing to marry her and she wants to be with him, he's supposed to always back her up? Because I, I saw on Twitter, a lot of wives said, my husband should back me up even if I'm wrong. So how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I kind of feel the same way, but I also feel like they both handled it really well. But I also think that it was a position that, it shouldn't have happened. I wouldn't call my cousin and be like, so here she is. Tell me how you feel. Cause well, I already know. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's stirring the pot. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's throwing fuel to a fire. And I think it's safe to say everyone in his family does not like her. We learned that the first time when we introduced the couple to us on the show, the family doesn't like her. They have good reason. But if Gino is spending a lot of money on Jasmine, is it Jasmine that you need to talk to? Or is it Gino? Because Gino, 53 years old, he's a grown man. He can make his own decisions. You should talk to him because if he wants to spend his money on literally, he can go to casino and bet $50,000 on one table, okay? He can do whatever he wants. So you can't attack her for being on the receiving end of what he decides to do with his money. So I just didn't like how they made her the villain in the situation because she usually is the villain in this situation. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. But I felt like this time, her doing nothing. She's literally minding her own business and then being confronted by his cousin and basically being called the, op called the opportunist and a gold digger was kind of unfair. Based yeah. on what he knows and what he's seen, he doesn't know that that's true because even Jasmine says, she's like, I've never met this man in my life. I know nothing about him. He knows nothing about me. The only thing that he knows about our relationship is whatever Gino has told him or what he's seen on a television show. He yep. hasn't reached out to Jasmine to get to know Jasmine. He hasn't asked any questions. He hasn't DM'd her. He's just leaving nasty comments on her page. And it's like, we're all adults, right? Yep. Like, and I feel like Gino's family, if they want to have a conversation with her, reach out. Yep. Like, don't yep. be so nasty and judgmental. I feel like families are so quick to judge the outside person in the family instead of just going to the person in your family and saying, hey, you're with this woman who seems to be costing you a lot of money. What's up with that? That's who you need to be talking to. Yep, I agree. Yeah, a, a, a husband should always back up his wife no matter what, no matter what. And even if she started the fight or if, or if his family started the fight, that's a conversation that they need to have in private. They yep. need to have that conversation in private to fix the problem. And if the family has a problem with the wife or the husband, then their family needs to go with that family member. They don't need to go after the, the husband or the wife yep. because it has nothing to do with them. And if they're yep. not um, paying the bills and if they're not giving you the money, then what does it matter how much money you're spending on your partner? 
Why does it matter? It ain't there for me. The one. All right. So, so approaching next week's preview, when Gino says, "Are you pregnant? You look pregnant." Come on, dude! You just ejaculated for the first time yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, unless it's Danes. It could be. <laughs> Wait, I don't think she's pregnant, right? I don't think she can. No, but no, she's not. Just the freaking comment. Well, first, first of all, don't ask a woman if she's pregnant. Like, that's like being a man 101. There's like three questions you don't ask a woman. Are you pregnant? Right at the top. Uh, the next one, have you gained weight? Don't do yeah. that. Like, there's like questions you don't, unless you're trying to lose a tooth. Yeah. You know, you don't ask a woman something like that. And the fact that he thinks that she could be pregnant that quickly is ridiculous. But first of all, don't say that. Like, yeah. I don't care what the situation is. Don't tell a woman that she looks pregnant. Don't yep. do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I agree. So. Oh. I don't know. We still got, we still got um, next week them talking about that. And we still got where Jasmine, uh, um, Jasmine, um, what's the word that I'm looking for in English? Um, Completely. And Mia says she's cheated, that she's cheated on him with Dane. Yeah. I mean, but. I felt like she already did admit that. Well, I mean, that's what I got. There's still like a big fight. There's a there's a huge fight still coming. Yep. Well, I would like to see how this goes because the way their relationship is going, I don't see how it's going to last, especially when she gets here. Things are going to get even more complicated because his family and everyone is going to be so much closer and accessible to their relationship. It's it's easier because she's all the way in Panama and they can't get to her. They can only see her on TV or see her on social media. With her being right there accessible to everybody, I think it's gonna get more complicated and more difficult to navigate. And I feel like Gino's family is gonna be very open with how they feel about her. And Jasmine yeah. can't constrain herself all the time because we've watched her for two seasons now and we know that her self-constraint is very low. So the fact that she didn't snap on Dana on this episode, I applauded her. That is what we call progress. Yep. She is doing well. Like when Kimberly stopped throwing drinks at Usman, that's what we call progress, right? Like we usually yep. saw milkshake, drinks, wop. Eventually she just was like, forget you, yo. And just walked away. I was like, see, that's progress. Yep. Nothing flew across the room. So I'm, I'm happy for Jasmine for that, for keeping her cool. Cause I felt like she was the one to blow up. But maybe that was, um the therapy remember that gino said that that was the issue he was really kind of scared to talk to her because she would maybe therapy really did work right or maybe they gave her really, really good drugs who knows <laughs> yeah but we know jasmine we know jasmine she's holding in she's gonna wait until the right moment yep. to flip a switch so yeah and it's gonna yep. be scary for gino it's gonna be scary so statler did a Valentine's Day scavenger hunt. We kind of saw the beginning of it last week. And she hit some things around. It went really well. And Statler and Dempsey did say, I love you to each other afterward, which I thought was really nice. And then Statler ruined it by saying, well, since we're saying we love each other, I'm going to be not renewing my lease and I should move in. And I really felt like Dempsey did the right thing by saying no. Like, I feel like 
we're at a place right now where we're getting to know each other. And she does love her. They do get along. But I feel like her suggestion of getting a place outside of her own and they could see each other is, is the normal, logical thing to do. That was a normal, normal, logical answer to that request. And I think Statler was taken back by, which I was kind of surprised. But we have to remember, she's explained to us all of her past relationships and all of the things that she's done and how she rushes. And then she had admitted that she was speaking to her ex, the one from London, and she was supposed to, well, we knew this already, but Dempsey didn't. She was supposed to pick her up from the airport and they were gonna go to a hotel uh -huh. for closure. Yeah. What the, what the actual hell? Sure. While she was going to try and get Dempsey to let her live with her, she was gonna pit stop off, go to the hotel with her ex. This is crazy. So the fact that Dempsey knows this, I think she has all of the information she needs to run away, you know, to keep her away. And I think this relationship, even if they were living separately, it's not gonna work. You know, I feel like Statler is so unstable in being monogamous, right? I feel like the only mistake Dempsey has made through all of this is letting her know where she lives. Yes. Oh. Yes. Really? So you think that- Now she's gonna, it's gonna be hard to get rid of her now. Really? Yep. Even if she says you can't live here, you think she just won't leave? She's a level 100 clinger. She, I mean, I think it's going to end in, like, really bad situation. Really? Mm -hmm. That's not good. See, if, if I was, y'all already know I would have punched her in, in the freaking face, okay? <laughs> but your, she would have told me. There it is. <laughs> if she would have told me that if i was in a relationship with her if i was dmc and she would have told me that she talked to her um ex a month ago and then they were talking about meeting up at the hotel and having one last night yeah. do i need to tell you you guys what i would do i don't think nope. so nope. well i don't understand well i mean she was like well i don't want to lie to you and i was like well you kind of did because if she wouldn't have asked you you wouldn't have said anything because she's like well i'm just going to tell you because i don't want to lie i was like well you should have told her that before you arrived, you were in communication with your ex. I feel like that's pertinent information to make a good decision because yep. she didn't know. I guarantee you she wouldn't have hosted you in her home and did the things that she did with you and slept with you knowing that you were in communication with your ex. And not just in communication, you guys planned to have sex. That's what, yeah. apparently that's what they call closure, closure now, right? Yep. Closure. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. That's insane. And I feel like unless this is going to be an open relationship, this would never, ever work. And I think Dempsey is not looking for that. She's looking for a stable relationship. Oh, so I followed Statler on Instagram. And Statler swears that um, in lesbian culture, it's very, very normal for two women to move in together really, really soon. Because <laughs> she, she was on her story. And she's like, why do you guys think this is weird? This is so normal. Like, they called them. They said it's called like U-hauling, where you literally like meet the person and then like a week later you come over with a U-haul and you move in. Because she was like, this is normal in lesbian culture. Where have you guys been? And I was like, well, how often does it work? Because moving in with somebody that you don't know, like sharing like a hotel room for like a night or two with somebody, like a coworker or something, that tries me beyond all patience in my body. 
I can't be around people that I don't particularly like. Yes, Pris Pricks. It was, she called it U-Hauling. Oh, let, yeah, lesbian U-Haul. Yeah, that's, ex I was watching her story and I was like, so this is a thing. And then she started posting like all these TikToks where people were validating that this is really a thing. And they're like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriend been together for like a year, but we moved in like, we met on a Wednesday, we moved in on a Monday. And they were like, and I'm like, this is insanity. Like, I can't imagine how any of this is, is healthy because you're literally moving in with a stranger and at the point you're getting to know them, you live together. So everything that happens is gonna turn into a fight, right? Like, I, I can't imagine. I have a lot of lesbian friends. Some of them live together, some of them don't, but it didn't happen overnight for any of them. So you- They all had normal relationships. You have stable friends yeah. who are logical, yeah. see? I think Statler Weird. is under the impression that people do this. People don't do this, Statler. No. Even maybe your friends do, but again, your friends might be more like you than everyone else. You know, I think that yeah. it's not a a smart move to move in with anyone. And I think 90 Day Fiance is a good show for that because sometimes they only have 90 days after they meet each other to, to make it happen. And we've seen how it can go all types to hell. I mean, look at um, Colt and Larissa. We saw it go all types to hell in those short little 90 days. It's just never going to be that. And I think that in my mind, Stadler will never be able to commit to anyone. So why does she want to commit to someone so bad when she's basically said that she goes out and she has sex and she does whatever she wants? Just keep doing that. No one gets hurt and then you don't have to worry about lying to anyone because you're just doing what you said you're going to do. But also, why are they on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days? <clears throat> before the 90 days implies there's going to be an engagement. Right. Right? Literally, she's doing a scavenger hunt trying to move in with the girl. And she says, I hope she doesn't propose because that would be too soon. Yeah. So why are you even on the freaking show? That's true. That's true. And she didn't exactly. say she didn't Exactly. Say she and then, or anything. Yeah. And we've done seen a freaking catfish, I mean, this season. I mean, no engagements. You know, the only thing we've seen is a promise ring. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This season has, it's changed a lot from what we're used to. Yeah. With before the 90 days. You're right. And I, I don't know if that's a tone for all of the shows, like all of them. Because remember, we got um, Ed and Liz on Happily Ever After. And that yeah. was a really change of scenery because they weren't engaged. Okay, they weren't trying to get married. They weren't, neither of them needed a green card. You know, it was, we're getting the shift in the narrative of what the show is used to be. And I wonder if this is yeah. something that we're gonna see more and more in the future. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't know. This season is not, I mean, it's been a good season, but it's not the 90 days that I'm used to. Right. I feel the same way. I do. I feel the same way because it's, it's definitely, it's outside of the narrative that I'm used to. Okay, so David and Sheila. Okay, so I know that we've had some speculations or issues with Sheila and we were waiting on it. So apparently her mom fell from a second story stairway in their home and they hired a contractor to come and look at the home to determine what needed to be fixed. And in their money, it came to like 100,000, but in US dollars, it came to $1,725, which in my opinion, that's an amazing deal, right? Yeah. 
Like, I was like, get out. It cost me like 14 grand for a roof on a house before. So you mean to tell me you are going to repair all of these issues in this house? It was a steal. I would have gotten that credit card into that guy's hand so fast. Yeah. You wouldn't even, I was like, good Lord. But yeah, the, I wouldn't, I, well, I wouldn't because. Okay. So yeah, let's what? talk, let's talk about his responsibility in this situation. Why would it be a hundred percent? david's responsibility to pay for everything because even he brought up in the episode he was like well what if you were to get a job and we did this together okay. and she didn't seem but interested first of all i don't feel like aside from it not being david's responsibility i don't think that that is even the legit price because she said when he said he makes 800 dollars a week she says 800 you could have a condo here then when what's his face jupiter the contractor is like where's he from and he said america he's all ha 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 then it was 1725 i think it was like maybe 500 bucks at at best oh so you think this is like a team effort yes. scam interesting well cleaners because he's from america that is a weird yep, that, that threw up some red flags real quick yep so asking him where he was from, because I mean, yeah, I've had contractors at my house. No one has ever asked me where I originated. That is a yeah. weird question to ask someone. And when I, I got a red flag when David told Amy he made 800 a week and Sheila's reaction, Ooh, that her eyes lit up hot. and she smiled. Yes, that her reaction. I didn't like that reaction. Because I was like, not one dollar of the eight hundred a week belongs to you. So I didn't like your reaction to that. And she's like, Oh, that's a lot of money. For eight hundred dollars you can have a condo. So she was like, Well, whatever I I need from him, I'm gonna get because this is a lot of money. But they don't understand the conversion rate of in their country to America because eight hundred dollars a week, you can still struggle a lot making eight hundred dollars a yeah. week, especially depending on the state you live in, because yeah. the cost of living by states is, is astronomically different yep. depending on where you are. So 800 a week in, you know, maybe in a northern state, like say Michigan, it's not bad, you know, 800 a week in California, you might be living in your car, you know, if you don't you get don't a second homeless. job, you know. 800 a week in Oregon isn't going to get you shit. Exactly. $800 a week in Georgia where I'm from, it ain't going to get you nothing. Yep. I think that she's under the impression that he has infinite money. And I've, I've, from, from watching the show, a lot of people feel that way. I think it's from the movies um, when they see American culture and they see the movies um, that are filmed in Hollywood or wherever they film movies and how the Americans are living. Because, if, you know, when you put on a movie, people, they go into this huge house, they're driving this nice car, no backstory of how any of that wealth came about. The movie just kind of starts there. And then yeah. it go and no one. I think a lot of people who haven't been to America, they're not um, familiar with our culture or anything. They believe that that's just the way of life over here. Yeah. And oh wait, same with rent in Vancouver. It's two thousand if more for rent. Oh my god! Right here in Oregon, you're lucky if you can find something for three grand or less a month. Three thousand dollars for rent? Yeah. That is insanity. I would just buy. It's absurd. See, and that's what I'm trying to, I want Sheila to understand because David struggles 
And I don't think she realized that because he was like, I have to work two jobs to make 800 a week. So he might be making at one job 400 a week, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's doing two different jobs to make that income and where he lives. Where does he live? Is he in um, Oregon? Who, David? David. I don't think so. I can't remember. David from, I can't remember where he's from. Hold on, I'll, I have it. I'll tell you. Because I think he would need to go over his finances with her, right? Like explain to her how much he lives, how much it costs for where he lives, explain to her how much it costs for his car, explain to her how much car insurance. Oh, he's from Nebraska. He's from Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Yep. So what is the cost of living like there? Is it? I don't know. I'm going to look. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, maybe it's good there. Because I was in Ohio and in Ohio, the cost of living was really low. Because when I moved to Florida, it was like three times higher. So it was a little bit of a culture shock for me because I was like, oh, wow, I'm giving you so much more money for the exact same thing that I wouldn't give you so much money for. But it just depends. So I feel like in order for her to fully understand what that money is he would have to do like a breakdown like this is how much i'm responsible for on a monthly basis this is how much i send you you know this is what's left if anything for her to really understand but do you guys feel like the money situation this early in the relationship is a red flag do you feel like the way that she's expecting so much from him right now is a red flag yes and i think by her wanting him to um redo the whole house is is a huge red flag. She should so, what you, did not. She could not have even asked him to even. No. Nebraska, the cost of living is eight percent lower than the national average. Housing is seventeen percent lower than the national average, and utilities are twelve percent lower than the national oh, average. He lives. So it's. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper to live in Nebraska. So so he can he's able to make his money stretch a lot easier than if he lived in another state like Oregon yeah. you said so yeah good for him because he has sent her money before and i think that that might be why she has the idea that he just has all this money stashed away yeah. because when you send someone money like a large amount of money and I, it's hard to say large amount because when it converts over to their money we might send 2 or 300 dollars but to them we just send them like a thousand yeah. bucks so I think that sometimes makes it seem like, oh, wow, they just have so much money they don't need because if you could give it to me, you didn't even need it, you know? And then they just expect more and more. But he made it seem like she wasn't very demanding of asking for money. So we were always wondering, was that really true? Because, you know, people are usually a little less honest Where are they about how much they're sending. They're in the Philippines, right? Yes. And too, um is what another red flag came up for me is when she said that um she didn't like how her mom died poor that she don't want to be poor she wants a better life for her and her son yep so that right okay. there's a big red flag too well, i mean right. she said that but when he asked if she could get a job and help pay for it she was like we'll talk about it yeah okay. what's that like, so about what, I mean, right, because I was like, you guys walked into this bar and I counted like four different people working because she's like, I just can't find a job after. Yeah. I was like, I get that jobs have been scarce after the pandemic. I do get it. But I do feel like if you want a job bad enough, you can find one because I, I know people who look for jobs and then they 
they hear about an opportunity they're like well i don't want to work there or i don't want to do that they they could get a job they just don't want to do certain types of jobs so when okay. she said i don't want to die poor like my mom i was like well what are you doing to prevent that because i was like david isn't a guarantee that you won't be poor like i didn't like that right. she was looking at him as he was her ticket i didn't like that okay. because he's interested in being with her and having an equal partner because even he said like are you gonna work and help and you contribute we could do this together why does it all have to be on me and i agree with that 100 percent. he's not gonna live in the house why does he have to contribute 100 percent? and he never said he wasn't gonna contribute part he just wants to know that he doesn't have to contribute all and i think that that's more than fair i mean if he gave her 500 dollars, that's more than generous in my opinion okay so the conversion rate in the philippines 800 dollars 800 american dollars is $45,512. So in her mind, it would only take, because if it was $100,000 to fix everything, that's only two weeks pay. That's fine. That's what she's thinking. Oh, yeah, I see. So she yep. kind of yeah. looks at it as you probably already have that in the bank. Yep. It's not exactly. even something that would hurt to give out. Exactly. And the way that she just said, like, well, when, when are you going to give me the money? Or whatever. I was just like, I don't know. She just rubbed me the wrong way the whole episode. And I know that she's went through something very traumatizing. So I yeah. definitely don't like to pass judgment on anyone who's going through something very, very difficult because they're probably acting out of character. Because when you something traumatic like that happens to you, you are not you for a while. Okay. So I didn't want to like judge her on that, but I just felt like she was making the money such a huge deal like well when are you going to give me the money and how are you going to get it to me and it was the way she asked for his salary and the reaction i was just like oh i just don't yeah, okay. like it um, one thing i have to say about it though i the house that i live in is the same house my mother passed away in my mom passed away of natural causes i took care of her blah 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 i have all kinds of emotional attachment to this house had my mom died tragically falling to her death i would want a different place so if I, I thought that i had someone that was like oh let me take care of this for you i'd be like no for that kind of money we can build a condo somewhere else that's safe that my mother didn't tragically die that's how yeah. I, I that's true why rebuild the house and again she's trying to come to america anyway yeah so why is it and she's gonna take john rell with her right so like why would it be so important to rebuild that house just for her dad i guess yeah but if you if you I mean, I think, on for eight hundred dollars yeah I, I mean i can understand i understand on one part where she's coming from because she doesn't want no one else to get hurt in the home mm -hmm. but she has already said a couple of times that she don't even want to be in the home because of yeah. her mom passing away so yeah. why are you wanting to fix it up if you're not even wanting to be there yep yeah that was my first question because i was like you're not staying john rell's not staying your dad will be the only one there just put him like she said in a condo yeah just leave the place leave that place all together you know sometimes when you have a house and it's too far gone i've seen it happen in different neighborhoods they flatten their house and start over yeah right like you don't keep putting money into an issue flatten it 
and start over fresh with a new foundation yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna make you more money because a lot of people flip these places anyway you're gonna save money in the long run your your profit will be higher so i just didn't understand and another thing i don't want to sound insensitive but why was the level of um importance to fix the house so high now because they have been yeah. living like that for so long because even agree. the contractor said this house has been in bad shape for a long time but so but also the contractor said three or four times she's very lucky she's very lucky yeah she's yeah. lucky yeah he did she's say that yep. he did so he's thinking money 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 i'm gonna up this because this guy's from america and he's gonna pay whatever i say yeah because well, he can easily say oh well the, the price went up in this and um you know it's gonna be more money or whatever and how how is he gonna know he yeah. won't know well yeah so, the contractor see when i need work done on my house i do written estimates like i want to see what you're buying how much it costs how much labor like i need itemized i need to know what i'm giving you money for because he was like oh well we need all this stuff nothing written down and then just ballpark figure out of his head who does this i don't mean i don't know i've never been to the philippines maybe this is how they do things there but if i'm gonna give you thousands and thousands of dollars to do work on my home i want to know what parts you're buying what materials the labor i want to know what i'm getting so i know that i'm getting a good deal but are the you, way that are you insured are you bonded yes. i have so many yeah there's no chance i would just hand somebody thousands of dollars off of a verbal contract like that is literally every episode of judge judy right literally every episode somebody didn't write down a contract and now they're suing somebody because they didn't actually do the work like that's literally how that happens yep but i'm also an oh. insurance agent so that's the first thing that comes to my mind is that house should have been condemned a long time ago i'd never insure it <laughs> oh right you are an insurance agent right yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and say that insurance isn't like legal like what's the not legal but like um legally required, required. Yeah. yeah that's what i'm looking for because you know here you buy a house it's a legal requirement you got to put insurance on the house that's not even an option i'm gonna say over there there's no legal requirement because if they had insurance after that um what it was it a typhoon what what happened to the no or was it a fire it was a typhoon and a fire oh, both of them oh, yeah. yeah insurance would have did repairs for both if that was a legal requirement, because I'm pretty sure if you live in the Philippines, that's just like Florida having hurricane insurance. Like I'm pretty sure they get that so frequently. Well, you have to. Haven't we learned from Brandon and Mary that in the because Mary's from the Philippines that you can build a, a brand new house for Wait, very little money? Yes, yeah, twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars gets you a very decent home built, which I'm jealous because I can't even get a bathroom updated for $20,000. So I'm jealous. Like if I want to put in a new sink and a new toilet, we're talking 30 grand, right? D don't even talk about a new kitchen. That's like 50 grand, like at this point. So I'm kind of jealous. Well, about 50 grand if you want the basic, but if you extra, then you're going to be on up in the 100,000, so. Well, yeah, because I want my appliances <laughs> to be smart. I want them to be smart. So yeah, I know, I already know it's not going to be good for me. It's going to be it's basically somebody told me once they said, instead of updating your kitchen, just buy a whole new house with the kitchen you want. Somebody told me that that's actually 
the more smart financial move to go because they said you're going to pay about 35 to 40 percent of your home's value and re redoing the kitchen and i think they're true it's true right yeah okay so it looks like insurance is is required in the philippines but oh. that's only if you have a mortgage which makes oh. sense but i doubt that they have a mortgage i would assume people don't have mortgages because if it only costs twenty thousand dollars to build a home you just kind of build it yourself right right i kind of feel like that's I'm that's assuming. the way it gets done but i mean at that wouldn't you, if you were building you know four pieces of plywood wouldn't you put insurance on it just in case you i mean out of type I'm an insurance on everything person. Like mm -hmm. when I go to the jewelry store and I buy a ring, I buy insurance on the ring because I was like, I'll probably lose this ring. Yeah. So like I'm an insurance on everything. I have insurance on my parents. I have insurance on me. Like I'm everything. Cars, house. But what else do I like? You like, name. Don't waste your money on the insurance on the jewelry. Insure it through your homeowner's insurance. It's much cheaper and better coverage. Yeah, I'm but what if I, I? But what if I lose it outside the house? Does it still work? Yeah. Oh, because I thought it had to be like stolen out of my house. You there's there's umbrella policy oh, to cover it. Okay. Because yeah, I, I buy insurance on everything because I'm just paranoid. Like I'm scared that I'm not going to be covered. You have to have insurance on everything these days. Your phone? You need to buy that through the phone company. Oh, we don't oh yeah. About it. <laughs> I have it on my phone because let me tell you a story real quick. So I went to the movies and I watched the movie and then I got up and left and went home. My phone was still in the seat at the movie theater. So yeah, oh. I was like, I got to have insurance on everything because I'm moron, right? Like I was like, then I didn't I realize that I didn't have the phone. I was literally at home about to take a shower and I'm like, where's my phone? I don't know where my phone is. It was literally at the seat at the movie theater. You know, the funny part, I called the movie theater and they had it. Somebody turned it in. Oh, I actually got my phone back. But after that, I got insurance on my phone because I was like, I can't be leaving stuff like that. Yep. All right. So I want to talk about Christian and Cleo because we got the confrontation. First of all, I really, really love how Cleo let Christian have it tonight on the episode because every time he tried to BS her, she came right back as he was like, well, I didn't lie. She's like, well, you kind of did. And he's like, well, I don't want you to be mad. Well, I kind of am. Well, I don't. And I was just like, I love how she's standing her ground. And she's saying, look, this is what you did. This is what we did. This is what you said. And your actions were the opposite. And I'm trying to figure out why you lied. And I just loved how real she was about it. Because I know she was really nervous about confronting him. She had her friend come over for um, emotional support. And Christian did the textbook narcissist move. He's like, well, there can't be another um, clear thinking woman in the room because I can't manipulate this woman if there's another woman here that doesn't find me attractive because you know a narcissist can't be surrounded by someone who's not interested in them because that person will see right through what you're doing because they have no interest in you at all they will see all the bullshit that you're pulling and they will call you out so he had to have her friend removed from the room to try to talk in circles around what he did and try to pretend like he's not a douchebag which he is yeah but unfortunately he still was able to get Cleo to kind of move forward. Like, she's like, I'm going to give you the benefit of a doubt. We're going to move forward. I wish he would have just ended it right then and there because, honestly, he's not worth her time. She's so much better than this guy, right? Like, I feel like he is literally a textbook frat boy a-hole. Everything about him. And the, the way that he got so defensive 
showed me exactly who he was. Because I was like, if somebody accuses you of something you didn't do, you can just say, I didn't do it. Or you, you get defensive and you can start getting mad and start throwing your arms around, putting your hand. That shows me that you're looking for ways to get out of something that you did. And instead of him just saying, yeah, I did it, I'm sorry, he went, he went every avenue possible to try to make it seem like he didn't do anything wrong. And that's so narcissist, right? Like narcissism at its best, it's like so textbook. And I was like, Cleo, just be done with this guy, right? Like there's no purpose for you to continue with someone who sleeps with you and then the next day pretends like you didn't when there were cameras in the room. All I know is I think Dee Dee and I both need to punch him in the face. <laughs> yep. And you know how the saying goes, the guilty dog barks first. Yep. Yes, and he I love started that. barking real fast. So he was so fidgety, and he couldn't deal with two women calling him out for his BS. He couldn't deal with it because you know how narcissists are—they can't be ganged up on because they need that space and time to manipulate. They can only manipulate one person at a time, yeah. right? I feel like that's yeah. how they can only, you know, play mind games with one person at a time. And then with the second woman there who already finds him to be an ugly a-hole anyway, she wasn't hit. Everything he said was, she was just like, you're a liar, you're disgusting, you hurt my friend, I hate you. Basically, she was just like, don't even, so he was like, well, she has to go. I'm never gonna get out of this with her in the room. There's no chance I'm gonna win this argument. So he had to get rid of her. But I still feel like at this point, what are you gonna do to come back from this? But I was like, sad that Cleo felt the need to apologize. Yes. That's, just, that's textbook manipulation, right? He it's manipulation. He never said sorry. She apologized like three times. And he's never going to say nope. sorry. That's a narcissist. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. He's like, oh, well, I, I thought that you didn't. Because they spoke after they were intimate and said that they were going to talk about it the next day because you do interviews with the production. They said we're going to talk about it. He thought between that conversation and when he woke up the next day, she didn't feel comfortable yeah. talking about them being, which is complete BS, a complete lie. He manipulated her into thinking that that was true. Then a manipulated a, a apology out of her yep. for doing absolutely nothing wrong. She did yep. nothing wrong. Cause she, I mean, she attacked him, but everything that she said in those text messages was warranted. If you ask me, she said that he was um, psychotic behavior, which I agree with. He was a gaslighter, which I agree with. Like everything that she called him, I agreed with everything. I was like, you don't need to apologize for calling somebody by their name. Yep. Right? Everything that she said was his name. You never apologize for that. Yep. I agree. But her friend had the best um, euphemism when she said, I'm afraid this is a ca uh, castle in the sand that's going to collapse. Yep. yep. I was like, that's awesome. That's that's exactly what's happening. Don't let him yep. just keep him out. Oh, Donna said that she said it, that her autism makes her feel a need to apologize. So it might it's not, but still, he when she apologized, he should have said, "You don't need to be sorry. I'm sorry." Well, yeah, yeah. That's what a normal, um, logical person who isn't a douchebag would say. Yeah. yeah. But in his mind. He's never done anything wrong. Yep. In his mind, he was okay lying to the production. He was okay with what he did. He literally had a conversation with her and said they were going to tell everyone in the interviews or whatever, and then woke up the next morning and decided, 
I don't want to talk about it on TV, what I did. I'm going to be embarrassed. And then he decided that, which is fine. You have that right. As a person, that's his right. But you don't have to make her seem like she had anything to do with your second thoughts or your embarrassment. I just don't like the emotional abuse yep. that he's putting on her because exactly. she's going through a lot. Right. As a trans woman, she has to go through rejection way more than other people do okay like she has to she doesn't know if somebody really loves her or if it's a fetish or if they're trying to hurt her there's things that she goes through in her life that other people don't have to do and i feel like he's making it worse yeah i agree and if he didn't feel comfortable about talking to production he should have been like look i know we talked about talking and telling the production that we were intimate but you know what? I don't feel comfortable at this moment. Instead of just throwing her under the bus like that, oh. like, I mean, he, we seen it. I mean, he said they did not do anything. They were not yeah. intimate. He said, yeah. well, he said that they covered a base or two. Yeah. And yeah, yeah but he wasn't you know talking about no intimacy. The last but, time I talked that way, I was like in the ninth grade, right? First of all, who says that anymore as an adult? Yep. We don't talk that way. Either you had sex or you didn't. Because yep. he's like, oh, well, we just, because that's how I know that he's not okay with it. He's not yeah. okay. Because if you were okay with it, any type of intimacy is okay. Because you're okay with it. And if and he just needs to be real and just say, look, I thought I was going to be okay with it and I'm not and I'm sorry, but it's not going to work. Stop lying. And then I don't like how he's manipulating her into thinking she did something wrong. And she's yeah, doing exactly. wrong. She's been 100% exactly. open and honest this whole time. He's the one that has an issue, and then he's making her feel like shit. And she's sitting in the car crying, questioning herself when she yeah. literally was honest with this douche the whole time. Like, it just yeah. makes me so angry because the fact that she opened herself up as an autistic woman, first of all, and a trans woman, she's, it takes a lot more for her to put herself out there than it does for everybody else. Absolutely. way more yeah like, it is very difficult for her to even be social in general but she put herself out there and vulnerable to the world on tv and to this man and she's getting screwed over in every aspect of it and i just hate it i feel like this is gonna really emotionally scar her because yeah. in her life and in her um condition this might make her not want to do this again not want to yeah. trust somebody again absolutely well, she yeah, said that she's not going to be able to um, emotionally handle it if something happens with their relationship. I mean, not only the, the autism, she has anxiety. She has panic attacks. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of things, you know, and and him being a douchebag like he is, is not helping the situation. He's yeah. just making it worse on her. Yeah. And then she was sitting there trying to um, focus and trying to wrap her her mind around what he was saying so she could accept what he was saying and understand what he was saying he just got defenseless and he just started going off at her so how is that mm -hmm. supposed to help her even make a rational decision or talk about the situation when she don't even understand it herself yeah yeah i can't i i just want i want her to rid him from her life like just okay. move on. She's way too good for this guy. A Portuguese princess says that she read that um, Cleo's a paid actress. I she did read that. Really? I, I, yeah. Somebody send me that to my messages so oh, I can read. I, I haven't heard that, but I would love to know 
if that's true because wouldn't she be our first um trans cast member i wonder wait no trans cast member no gabe was gabe right, yeah right, right, right well gabe wasn't a paid actor no. i don't know so i don't know send me that i want to read i want to get a little more insight on that because i saw talk of it online but i didn't see any like thing that i thought was substance about it so i mean i i don't know if that changes the situation though if she was an actor or not i don't know if it changes the way he's acting i'm still pissed but even if it's not real i'm still pissed i just don't think that people should be treated that way exactly i think him and i think him and danielle need to hook up i think they would make a really good couple two narcissists together that would be Wait, a really danielle and johan danielle yeah the Danielle is with Johan, Danielle, and um, and him need to hook up. Yeah, I think that would be a, a really would be good, awesome. Yeah, would be a two narcissists together. I'm, yeah, that they, I would watch that. That would be a good make your match or meet your match type relationship <laughs> because we do see that Johan gives in to Danielle a lot, and I feel like. Christian would never give in. He would never apologize and he would never say he was wrong. So yeah, and you know, Danielle is the same way. She was never wrong. She did everything right. She's never been the problem. I would love to see that. So Cleo did commercials. Oh, so she's done acting commercials? Yeah, so she's not like a paid actress to be on 90 days. But, but she's she... done acting in the past. Okay. That makes sense. I didn't, because I felt like a lot of her story was very genuine. Yeah. I just felt, I felt it was very genuine. So when I saw that, I was like, I don't really feel that is true. I feel like a lot of what she's saying is real. And I never thought for a second that she wasn't telling the truth about, you know, her anxiety and her autism. Or I, I never felt that way. So yeah. I was just curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Did we cover everybody? I think we did, right? Yes. Cause I think we, so. We didn't get any um Nicola and Misha this week. And somebody else. I couldn't remember either earlier. Who was it? Riley and Violet. Riley and Violet. Yeah. Violet, right. So oh tomorrow night. Oh, so tonight after the show ended, there was a preview of The Last Resort. See, and so I'm, not, I'm not watching any of that because I'm going into it raw. So wait, yeah. you're not gonna watch. No, I'm, I'm watching it. Wait till tomorrow. Wait till tomorrow. So wait, okay, so good. I'm not gonna watch it either. Yeah. I want us all to, so we can talk about it tomorrow fresh. Yes, I'm so, yeah. not watching any previews. I don't wanna know what's coming up. I don't wanna know what's even, even on my Instagram, I'm seeing it on my feet. I just swipe up. I don't wanna know. I don't. So, so that um will be on full tomorrow for two hours. Oh, for anyone who doesn't know, the other way is only one hour tomorrow night. Um, and then it's a two hour from nine to 11. So is, what are we doing? Are we podcasting on the other way immediately afterwards? Or are we gonna roll over into Tuesday? What, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, because we can't watch it and podcast it at the same time. Okay, yeah. so yeah, um, maybe we will do shit. Okay, I'm thinking. Um, oh, what do you guys want to do? Whatever's easy easier for you guys i mean it, it, it doesn't matter if it's going off at 11 tomorrow it might be too late to podcast after anyway right so how about we, we do the other way tomorrow okay 
um, and maybe we can do the podcast from nine to 10. And then we'll end the podcast at 10. And then we'll watch um, what's it? the last resort. And then we'll podcast at the following night. Okay. Does that work for you guys? Yeah. My, my schedule's open. So okay. you know that. Just let me know. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. And if anything changes, just text me and we can figure okay. it out. But yeah, I didn't even realize that. I was like, yeah, we can't do them both. We can't do one and watch one at the same yeah. time. So yeah, we'll we'll react to um, the last resort to not tomorrow Tuesday. So we'll do the other way tomorrow, which probably will be short because we're only getting an hour. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be a huge long deal like it was tonight. So and then we'll jump into um, the last resort. I want to keep calling it couples therapy every time I try to say it. Couples <laughs> therapy is what keeps trying to come out of my mouth, and I have no idea why. It's because when they when we first heard about it, they were they were saying it was like everybody's going to couples therapy. So it went out yeah. there for the first yeah. couple of weeks. That's therapy. why, because I'm like, why do I keep saying that? That's not what it's called. But I yeah, still say it. Yeah, when I keep the pictures it. surfaced, they said it was couples therapy. That's yeah. why. Okay. All right. So we're gonna do that tomorrow. Thanks to everybody who joined us for this episode tonight. Thank you for my co-host Kara and Dee Dee for joining me. And we will see you guys tomorrow for the other way. Oh, make sure you're following me at George Mossy on all social media platforms, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. That's on Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, all of those. And we'll talk to all of you guys tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.